Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Tasty Tidbits Podcast. Get ready to receive rich, well-seasoned, and tasteful tidbits to transform your life. Each week, Dr. Tiffany comes to you with inspirational encouragement and thought-provoking interviews to help revolutionize your walk with God. Are you hungry for more of His presence? Then get ready. And now, your host, author, intuitive life coach, and pastor, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Tasty Tidbits. I am your host, Dr. Tiffany Watkins, and I am excited to have you here again on another episode. Well, today, while wow, we're going to talk about seeing God through the creations and art, and I am so excited to have my special guest today, Morgan McCarver, and she will be talking with us, and I'll be doing an interview with her about her work with her art and just seeing God through art, because I believe that God because he created the heavens and the earth. He loves art. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But before we get started, I want to let you know a little bit about Morgan. Morgan McCarver was born and raised in Spartanburg, South Carolina, which I was just telling her that's not too far from me. Um, And her work is inspired by her female mentors of past and present, as well as her connection with Victorian Corstry through her scoliosis journey. She received an art degree with ceramics concentration and a double minor in art history and business in 2019 from Anderson University in Anderson, South Carolina. McCarver had the honor of receiving the 2019 Outstanding Art Major Ceramics Award her senior year. Her art can be found in various galleries around the Carolinas and Tennessee. And her first book, Guard the Artist, Revealing God's Creative Side Through Pottery, will be released uh, with Morgan James Publishing actually this month. So Morgan, has it is it out yet? It is, yes. Okay, so now her book is out. So Morgan, thank you for being a part of the podcast today. How are you? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing well and I'm looking forward to this conversation. Yes, so tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself before we get started. Of course. I, like you said, I'm a Carolina girl. I grew up in upstate South Carolina and I recently moved to Asheville, North Carolina. I've been here for about two years now, a little over two years. And um, so I say I'm a Carolina girl. And um, like you said, I love art. I've always looked for a creative outlet. And I kind of found my love of pottery through um, a very interesting situation. I had scoliosis surgery. And so that's ultimately what led me into pottery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Asheville is so beautiful. I love coming to Asheville. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> it, it is, it is. I love um, the winters here too, are much colder than South Carolina. And so I expected the summers to be cooler, um, but it still gets pretty hot in the summer, of course. Um, but the mountains are just so beautiful. They are, they are. I just love it going to visit there. So today we are talking about seeing God through creation and art. And, you know, Morgan, I've, I've traveled across the world and, you know, just traveling many places and seeing new things and just always in awe of God's creation and the artist that he is within himself. And so we're talking about seeing God through creation and art, but I wanna start off by asking, is it possible to see and understand God's creative nature and what that means for your relationship with God? I would say yes. Um, I don't think we could ever fully understand God, of course, and fully understand his creative nature. But I think there's so many examples just looking at 
nature and how everything is connected and looking at what our cells look like and how something that's so minute under a microscope mimics um, the galaxy patterns. And I think there's so many things like that that are just very clearly evident that God is creative and God exists. And those are so powerful. But also, too, just looking at God's word, reading the Bible, um, we start off in Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So right when we're introduced to God, the very beginning of the Bible, the very beginning of our time um, on earth and on earth's time in general, um, we're learning about God as a creator God. And that's how he first identifies himself to us as the one who has imagined everything on earth. And I just think that's so powerful and so beautiful that he also has given that creativity and imagination to us because we were created in his image. And so if I believe that and I believe the Bible is true, then I believe we're also creative beings that can make something out of nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's so good. And we see it, you know, in, in each individual person, because we all have our different unique gifts, our unique talents, you know, and we're able to do so many things. Um, and we see it through the technology. We see it um, through forestry. We see it through economics. We see it through just everything, biology, the, the medical doctors. Um, everything has an art to it. Um, and it's a part of God's creative mind that he placed on the inside of us uh, to be able to just shine a part of who he is um, through ourselves to kind of just emanate who God is. Um, And I believe that God gives us those gifts and talents to remind us, like you said, of who he is. And so that's so wonderful. Mm -hmm. I agree with that completely. Mm -hmm, Mm hmm. So, you know, today we're, we're talking about your book, God, the artist as well. Um, tell us what uh, led you to write the book. Um, basically, when I was graduating in 2019, I was looking for a devotion book to read because I knew I was losing that ceramics community that I had really come to love over the past four years and entering into the real world, as they call it. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I knew I was losing that community of friends in general. So I was wanting to grow in my faith and um, Anderson's a Christian university. And so they had really, my professors had encouraged me along the way um, of always seeing these references in the Bible and able to kind of um, recognize all of these scriptures that talk about art and pottery specifically. So I had this in my head that there's got to be some kind of devotion book I can read about that. And there really wasn't. Um, I was looking around online and I couldn't find what I was looking for. So at the time, the Holy Spirit just kind of said, well, you could you could take some notes. You could write that maybe. Um, And so I started compiling notes and I had never read through the Bible all the way. And so I started doing that and learning all of these amazing verses in the Old and New Testaments that talk about. Um, comparing humanity to clay and God to the potter and what that looks like. And from my ceramics background, how those verses can be unpacked even more from a more technical side to have even more deeper symbolism than just um, surface level. So all of these things are ultimately what led me to um, writing God the Artist. And then, of course, my background and experience in ceramics as well um, helped me have that foundation, as well as my Christian background. I became a Christian when I was about seven or eight, having that background 
um, kind of those two ceramics and Christian backgrounds allowed me to um, be able to kind of put this book out into the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's such a great thing and that is out there. So listeners, this is something and we're going to get information from Morgan um, so that you'll be able to purchase the book and support her um, on this journey. Um, because uh, like you said, um, in scripture, there are references even about we are the potter and he, you know, and he's the, we're the clay. How's it go? He's the clay. We're the potter, vice versa. Mm-hmm and uh, he's yeah he's the potter <laughs> I think that's just so powerful yes yes and it's like he makes us you know with such beauty um and it, it, it's just very um all mine it's just an awe when you think about the pottery and the ceramics could tell me one thing that um you could reference that to the, that particular scripture that you noticed of course um probably the most familiar verse that when people think of pottery in the Bible, the Bible, they usually go to um, Jeremiah 18, which is the potter's house. So mm-hmm. the it's in the Old Testament. The prophet Jeremiah um, is instructed by God to go to the potter's house. And he sees um, the potter throwing a piece of clay on the wheel. Um, so turning it on the wheel and um, the clay vessel, something happens to it and it completely falls apart on the wheel. And so the potter has to cut that clay off the wheel and it the bible even uses the word reworks the potter is reworking (laughs) this clay and puts it back on the wheel and throws a better vessel and to me that is just so much symbolism for my life and for the christian walk in general um i mentioned before i had scoliosis surgery so before that i wasn't really into pottery i was into dancing competitively and i thought that was the best thing ever that was my life that was my passion that was where my friends were And then all of that was taken away when I had the scoliosis surgery. Um, I had a year long recovery process and physically I'll just never be the same. My spine is fused completely straight. And that's really what led me to discover my love of pottery. And so God was reworking me, reworking my life, reworking my passions um, Mm -hmm. and reworking my uh, ability to talk about my scoliosis experience because for 10 years I really didn't. And now I'm recognizing on the other side of that, that God has reworked me into, in that way, the new pot. Um, I'm able to look back and see those years that God was working on my heart. And I'm able to look back at my life of what it was before. Um, But it's just such a beautiful story of redemption and God being this potter who knows everything, who comes in and knows exactly how to handle the clay to make it best for what needs to happen. And that's just the same in our lives. God comes in and he has the experience and the confidence to come into our lives and change them however he sees fit to um, glorify him. Mm-hmm. Such a beautiful story because, you know, Morgan, if, if anybody would have told you, you wouldn't even thought that you would be doing this at this particular time because of the dance that you love. And sometimes, you know, listeners, we have our ideas about, Um, what we may see or think that we've been called to do or what our purpose is. 
but God oftentimes has a totally different revelation of what, how he wants to use us than what we see. Um, but through the pain, through the things that you go through, um, through the experiences that we have, whether they are good and bad or bad, we have to know that the Lord is with us and that he will guide and carry us through, through those particular things. And that he is, like Morgan said, reworking us and doing what he needs to do and to mold us and to shape us into a more beautiful image of Christ. And so um, I thank you for sharing that with us, Morgan, because that is so important to understand that even throughout life, that God is constantly doing rework on each of us as individuals. Mm, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I know that you were uh, you, you you have work that's in Tennessee as well as the Carolinas. Um, you just uh, not too long ago graduated, I believe you said in 2019, moved to Asheville. And so I know there's a lot of things that have been on your plate. But when it comes to finding balance between your work, God, pottery, church, and your marketing for your book, as well as personal time, how do you do all of those things? That is a day-to-day -day type <laughs> battle. <laughs> um, and I love this question because it's not, there's not one kind of cure-all, this is what solves everything answer. Mm -hmm. um, it really is about prioritizing what needs to get done in the moment or in the day. Um, and sometimes that means spending more time with the book than with pottery or more time at work, of course, than than not. And so there's all these different things, but just um, for me, it's important to always remember that everything I do um, is, is, in a way, is supposed to glorify God. That is, mm -hmm. that should be my top priority. Now, whether or not that happens, you know, we all, um, mm -hmm. we live in a fallen world, we're all sinners. And so there are moments at work or wherever I might be, where I'm just not feeling in the mood to glorify God, but to remember mm -hmm. that God has given me this path and God has given me all of these gifts. Um, my nine to five job is a gift just as much as my talent for pottery and recognizing that, that God has given me this area of my life and the season that I'm in for ministry in these very specific environments and very specific conversations that everything can be an evangelist conversation. Um, everything can point back to God. So constantly keeping my eyes on the big picture and seeking after what God is wanting me to do, how I'm supposed to speak in this moment. Um, that is ultimately the most important thing throughout the day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and that's like you said, it's prioritizing things, you know, because you may not get to everything um, that you need to get to. But again, mm -hmm. like you said, just listening to the Holy Spirit, you know, sometimes God just wants us to rest, you know, and it's okay to rest. Um, especially if we we're busy and we're constantly going. Um, sometimes that plan includes you don't do anything today. Um, you just sit down and rest and recuperate. And then I will give you the next direction um, and what you need in order to go forward. Uh, because when we're at our best um, physically, then we can be at our best as well spiritually and vice versa. And so it's so important that we take care of every aspect of our body um, when it comes to doing the work of God. And so um, I love that you pointed out, you know, that we may not get to it all the time, um, at, but we prioritize. And so that's what we need to look. Holy Spirit, what is it that um, you want me to accomplish today? And usually we can figure that out by just discernment. And the Holy Spirit gives us that discernment. 
And we just have that nudging or that pulling. Well, maybe I need to work on this today. I don't feel like I need to do this today. I don't have the energy to do this particular thing. But this right here is just feeling like I may need to just go a little bit more in that direction. So it's so important to listen to the Holy Spirit um, and because he will never leave us astray. Exactly. Mm hmm. So what are the ways that we can recognize God's presence through nature and the arts? And, you know, and for the listeners, how can this be beneficial? I think there are so many different ways. And even if you're not a potter, because I know most people aren't into pottery as much as I am, <laughs> um, there's something that God has given you. Um, like I said before, we are all creative because God gave us that ability to be creative. So if that is truly the case, which I believe it is based on the Bible, then there's some type of passion that you have, some type of creativity that God has given you specifically, some interests that you have that are very unique to you. Um, and I believe that they can be used for God's glory and for honoring him because God has given you that passion. So if you're finding joy in the process, then you're honoring him by fulfilling what he has called you to do. Um, and I was actually talking to a friend about this the other night. Um, and they were asking me like, well, how do you know passion versus purpose and um, spiritual gifts versus, because I believe that spiritual gifts are completely different than talents. Those are two different things. Um, mm -hmm. But to clarify and to maybe explain myself a little bit better, um, like in my life, God gave me a love of pottery and he gave me the scoliosis experience to find my love of ceramics and creating with my hands um, that I might not have known if I hadn't had that journey. But because of that journey and because I was constantly seeking him through that and asking him to use me and asking him to show me how he was going to use me, um, that has led to things like the book, God, the artist and to um, serving with my church and to all these different things that my ceramics background has allowed me to be able to do these things. Um, but me just going into the studio um, to make some mugs like that to me um, I, is a way that I'm fulfilling what God called me to do. But I don't think that that is my mission field. My mission field is um, spreading my testimony, showing how God has used my life through um, the book I've written and through talking like to you on these podcasts and all these other areas. So I think it's kind of twofold. Um, mm -hmm. So I would encourage you to seek after your passions and then to ask God to show you how your passions can further his kingdom and his glory through that. Yes. yes. I love that. I love that. Seek after after your passions and how those passions can glorify the kingdom of God, because that's what it's about. It's about glorifying the kingdom of God as we in the body of Christ. Others need to see that passion. When they see you passionate about it, they'll want to know, you know, why are you so passionate? What's the joy that it comes from? And then you'll be able to share um, that particular testimony um, to others, whatever your unique testimony is. You know, Morgan, you you talk about your scoliosis. Um, and um, I, we did plan this, but I wanted to ask, you know, even with dealing with your scoliosis, um, how, how did you feel about that at the time um, that you couldn't dance anymore? Was it very challenging? Um, how, just tell us about what you went through through that process. 
Of course. Basically, I felt like my identity was taken from me. And I know we're supposed to find our identities in Christ. And that's how I had been raised. But that dance was my passion. And so when I went into that year long recovery process, knowing that I wasn't going to be able to dance, um, that was really hard for me because I felt like my friend group was gone. My passion was gone. In a way, my identity was gone. Um, And then moving after that year, um, moving back into dance, my mindset was completely different. My physical body, of course, was altered. And so returning wasn't even the same. I wasn't going back to something where I was when I left it. I was returning as something new. And it never really was the same. So for about 10 years, um, I was just mad. I was mad that what the situation happened mm-hmm. to me. I was mad that my body was changed forever. I couldn't go back to what I loved. And it was very frustrating and um, depressing at times to really realize this. Um, but through finding pottery and finding that love, I had a new passion that I could pursue. Um, that really, I believe that really did help me during those 10 years of not wanting to talk about it. And I wish that that time was shorter. I wish I'd come out of that quicker. Um, but this is the story that God has given me. And I believe during those 10 years, he was um, reworking my heart. I was gaining more experience through ceramics, but at the same time, um, he was kind of healing that part of me. And so when I came out of that, I was able to see looking back that I'm so thankful now for this story that God has given me because he's allowed me to use this story to reveal that it could only be through him that all of these things have happened. Um, God shows up best in my weakness, as the Bible says. And that is so true in my life because me with my back, I'm not strong enough really to, um, to carry clay. A box of clay is 50 pounds and that's pretty much my weight limit. So there are all these things that bending over the pottery wheel is a challenge for me. Um, So it doesn't, my scoliosis surgery doesn't lend itself naturally to pottery, but it's something that I love and it's something that God has given me the passion for. And so I'm able to, um, to honor him because he constantly just shows up through my weakness and um, gives me a helping hand through a studio mate or whatever it might be um, that I'm allowed to recognize all of these beautiful things that God has given me as gifts in my life. Amen. Amen. And you know, Morgan, I'm glad you said that, that you were mad and it's okay. God gives us these emotions and these things because, you know, that's a part of our makeup and who we are. And so uh, I love the part that you said that you were mad and depressed and sad. You didn't stay there, but that's a process that we go through um, when we feel like something was supposed to go our, our way or or we were directed to go a particular way, but then things change, life happens. And so for the listeners today that may be upset, not, not even upset with themselves, they may be upset with God, they may be depressed, um, they may have lost their passion, and they may not even know their identity of who they are in God. Would you pray for those that are listening today that the Lord strengthens them to give them encouragement, even in the midst of what they're going through? Oh, I would love to. I'd love to pray for them. Okay. Thank you. Dear Lord, thank you so much for just bringing us here and um, allowing us to connect this way through technology. This is just so amazing and such an amazing Uh, experience that we're all here and we're all listening and everyone who is listening is listening because you are allowing them this experience and I don't know what they're going through but I know the pain of rejection I know the pain of 
longing for something you've lost. I know the pain of mourning things that you once had that you know you'll never have again. Um, I know the feeling of lostness, of not knowing your purpose and feeling like you don't have a purpose. I know feeling worthless. I know all of these things, and I know there are so many other things that I can't relate to, but you can, God. And I just pray that you just meet every listener where they are. And I know just like how you spoke to me through pottery and through the symbolism in the Bible, you can speak every listener's language through whatever they're going through and however they can connect with you. And I just pray for them that they are given your grace and that they're able to see the beauty that you are bringing into their lives. And I know for me, it took me over a decade to recognize that beauty. And for so long, I didn't want that gift that you had given me of the scoliosis surgery, of my testimony. I didn't want that gift. And that's a gift from you. And now recognizing that you're allowing me to do so many other things in my life because of that gift. I'm so thankful for that gift. And so I pray for all of the listeners, um, wherever they are in their journeys with you, whether they're able to see your grace in their lives or they're not quite there yet, I just pray that you wash over them just a sense of peace and a sense of understanding. I ask that you just give them direction as to what you want um, to do in their lives. I ask that you show them your will and your plan for their lives because each of their lives is a beautiful testimony that is just there for so many other people even if they feel like they don't have that right now so i just pray that you just come in and um, heal them in a way whatever that looks like whether that's physically mentally um, wherever they are i just ask that you strengthen that relationship and that bond and that you guide them on their journeys throughout their lives in the name i pray Amen. 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 And listeners, we are here for you. We are praying for you. Morgan has prayed for you. So I believe that this is the dawning of a new day for you. I believe that you're getting ready to realize within the next few days of your life, you're going to see God change some things around for you as you just continue to trust the Holy Spirit, even through your pain process. Um, find someone that you can talk to, a good Christian counselor or or even a good Christian friend. Uh, and even if you don't have anyone to talk to just begin to go to the Lord in prayer and say, Lord, this is the issues that I'm dealing with. Lord, I'm stuck between two places, but I'm asking you to come in and allow your spirit to direct me where I need to go. Send those right people into my path um, to encourage me and let me know um, the next step that I am to take. And so we are praying for you today and know that God is moving on your behalf. Well, thank you, Morgan, today. This has been awesome, awesome time to be able to talk about the Lord through creation and the art and just how he uses um, everything that he does in order to make us better, even when it seems like things are, are challenging at particular times. So it was definitely a pleasure having you on the podcast today. Would you let the listeners know the best way that they could get in contact with you? Of course. Um, the best way is just going straight to my website, and that's just my name, www.morganmccarver.com. And from there, you can sign up for my newsletter. You can connect with me. Um, I'm not a counselor, but if you need someone to talk to, um, please send me an email. I'd love to um, be that support for you. You can um, connect with me on social media. You can find that on my website as well. You can buy my book, God the Artist, as well as shop my pottery. Um, and I would just love to hear from you guys.
Awesome. Awesome. So listeners go and check her out. Uh, we will also have her information in the notes so that you'll be able to link right directly to her and get more information about her. So until next time, you guys have a wonderfully blessed afternoon. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Tasty Tidbits. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. To learn more about Dr. Tiffany, check her out on Linktree at dr.tiffanywatkins or visit her website, iridescencebytiffany.com. Until next time, stay blessed.